Four words. God is so good. They're easy to lure, words to lose sight of. They're easy words to forget. God is so good. Four more words to keep in mind. Our cup runs over. Our cup is always filled to the brim because God is so good. The Bible says in Psalm 119 and verse 68, you are good and you do good. Psalm 145 and verse 9, God is good to all. Psalm 34 and verse 8, oh, taste and see that God is good. Psalm 27 and verse 13, I would have fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. It is the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. Romans 2, 4, behold the goodness of God, Romans 11 and verse 22. You know what? God is so good. God is so good and we are dealing with the infinite marvel of his goodness. And it wouldn't matter if we lived on earth to be as old as Methuselah. We would never come to an absolutely perfect understanding of God's infinite goodness. But it's one of the best things on earth to try to grasp and appreciate. God is so good and our cups run over. Briefly tonight, we're going to look at a chapter, we're going to look at a verse, and we are going to look at a phrase. And the entire chapter, the entire verse I want to focus on, and the phrase, they're all about God is so good, our cups run over. The chapter is Psalm 23, consists of only six verses. It breaks down quite easily for us. Notice the chapter, verses 1 through 3. God provides all we could ever want. God provides all that we could ever want. Therefore, I shall not want the psalmist says. He provides all that we want. Nourishment, green pastures, still waters, rest and peace. He provides guidance. He leads us in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Well, now look at verses 4 and 5. As David thinks about the Lord, his shepherd, he provides all we could ever want. But he also, according to verses 4 and 5, 
He protects us wherever we go. David says, the Lord my shepherd protects me wherever I go. And the same can be true of everyone. In the valley of the shadow of death. You ever gone through times that sound a lot like the valley of the shadow of death? And then in the presence of my enemies... Our God is such a great shepherd. He is so good that he protects us during the tough times and even in the presence of our enemies. That brings me to verse 6. The Lord our shepherd provides all we really need. He provides all we really need. Goodness and mercy here. God is so good. Our cups run over because He's so good. And He provides us with a home in His presence forever. I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's the psalm. Now let's focus on the verse, and the verse is verse 5. Verse 5. And in this particular verse, notice what is said. A table is prepared for me. You have prepared a table. God is so good. And at the banquet table of God, there are the most wonderful dishes. Nobody cooks like God. I have had some amazing meals, but nobody can serve it up like God. Amen. Then it says, you anoint my head with oil. Imagine how travelers of the time would arrive at their host house and they were probably road-weary and sandblasted from the Middle East. And in an act of generosity and kindness and care, olive oil is taken and one's head is anointed and the oil is so soothing. For you essential oils people, think about that. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. My cup runs over. Because of the host... A table is prepared. My head is anointed. And I know comfort and soothing generosity and kindness and care. And the cup runs over. Now the phrase.
my cup runs over. It's filled to the brim. It's overflowing. Saturated with His blessings. They overflow. They are so abundant. The cup doesn't contain them all. And focusing on the phrase, who said this? Who initially penned this? A man who had to fight a lion and a bear? A man who had to deal with a giant? A man who was pursued by the king for no real reason other than the king's sin? A man who would eventually lead a kingdom. I want to tell you the truth straight up. I think I've known a lot of people through the years who would not say my cup runs over if their very life depended on it. They could only see their cup as maybe a little full, half full, basically empty. But no matter what is going on in our lives, God is so good and our cups run over. If David could write these words and really mean them, and I think that he did, as he reflected on his life and all of the circumstances, all of the history in his life, as he looked back, he could honestly say, my cup runs over. I hope you can too. It's probably the thing that I admire most about David. He is said to be a man after God's own heart, 1 Samuel 13 and verse 14, and the ability to say and genuinely mean and practice our cup runs over, made him great because he knew God is so good. Our cups run over. Notice the phrase again, our cups run over. And notice why he could say that. For David, the beginning of the psalm is the answer. The Lord is my shepherd. If a person has the Lord as his shepherd, he has all the blessings of the Lord and the Lord himself besides. I'd say our cups run over. I know it can be a lonely time of year, the end of the year and the beginning of a new year for some people. But even when we are lonely, our cups run over because the God who is our shepherd is with us. But that's not the only reason. Our cups run over because the Lord is our shepherd. But you and I have an advantage over David. In Romans 8.32, the Bible says, He who spared not his own son, 
will he not also in him freely give us all things? We know this side of Pentecost that because of Jesus, if he gave Jesus, he will give us what we really need because he is so good. And our cups do overflow. That brings me to a final thought. Why should we really believe and practice our cups run over? What should we do with that? How should we apply that thought? Our cups run over. Let me give you three ways. Number one, we should apply our cups run over by never straying far from the source and its supply. Out here in West Texas, if you've got a good water source, it's a wonderful thing. And that we have a source that comes from the goodness of God, that supply will never end. Stay close to the source. Number two, if you really want to apply our cups run over, call your friends and your family. Here I am. God's so good. His blessings are so great. My cup, our cup is running over. Come and share in the blessings Come and know his goodness in a greater way. Maybe that'll involve taking a special interest in someone and letting them know you care about them because God's been so good to you. Maybe that'll involve having someone in your home. But the thing is, when you have found the source of blessings beyond compare. You can't be quiet about it. And you want your friends and family to know. Here's a third way. You know what? It's kind of interesting that holidays are times for friends and family. But we dare not be quiet about the fact our cup overflows. They overflowed before we all came together to give each other gifts. Number three. Ask God to give you a bigger cup. When your cup really does overflow, Milton, humbly pray that God would give you a bigger cup so that you could take in more of his goodness and so you could share it with more of your friends and loved ones and so you will remember that God's goodness is so infinitely marvelous so that we can never take it in. I want a super big gulp cup. 
I would humbly pray for that. And so of all the gifts that you can have at any point in your life, the gift of the Good Shepherd and the gift of His making our cup overflow, these are the greatest gifts. We're about to stand and sing our song of encouragement. Perhaps there's one here tonight that needs to put Christ on in baptism to have their sins washed away by the blood of Jesus and to be added to His church. No better time than now.